Year he, year he. You ever dreamed of a quest? Yeah! Alright, how about a personal life experience quest? Come on now, get your goals done and not be overwhelmed as you blend science fiction, fantasy, and more with the Hero's Journal. Seriously, I'm always told to journal, and this just made it 50 times easier, and majorly fun too. You can use this code, UNLIKELYPLACES10, at checkout for a 10% discount on your next order at theheroesjournal.co. Yeah! You know, I'm a magical pr practitioner myself, and I can honestly say that music alters uh, your consciousness, it hires it. And it's a magical experience. Aloha, this is Jeff Cotton of Captain Beefheart and the Magic Band. Hi, this is Terry Draper from Clap 2. Hey, this is Paul Chastain. Hey, what's up? This is Thomas Ian Nicholas of Rookie of the Year, American Pie. I'm Brendan O'Hare. I used to be in Kitty's Fine Club. Fit from Star Collector. Hey, no, Troy. Owen Radford. This is Josh Bradley. Hey, this is Mason. And Paul of Cat Scan. Paul Collins of The Nerves. I'm Frankie Siragusa, and you're tuning in to Unlikely Places Pop and Rock Radio Show with Vinyl Man Jeb. Let's just have a chat down here. You're listening to Mad Wasp Radio. Ow! Hey everybody, you're tuned in to Unlikely Places Pop and Rock Radio Podcast, but this is a different kind of episode. We got Nick Grossman, who is a psychic, uh, paranormal investigator, all the cool stuff. Well, anyway... We're trying to take a different take on music. I wanted to kind of explore the idea that music affects everyone, no matter what walk of life you are. So we brought Nick on to see his story and how music has been kind of a part of his life as well. And kind of, it is a part. Listen closely and learn something new. Uh, open your mind a little bit. This one's a little different, but enjoy. Have fun. Guys, it's Unlikely Places, Pop and Rock Radio Show. Here with Nick Grossman. Let's start this episode. Hey everybody, this is your host, Vinyl Man Jeb. I'm here with Nick Grossman here, uh, Paranormal Everything. I mean, everything, Nick. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, Jeb. Uh, it's very delighted to be here and uh, talk about everything that's going on. A lot of exciting stuff happening uh, with the shaman and the showman, Charles Rose name, myself. Sure, yeah, we had Charles on a little while ago back, so it was great to, to kind of tie in, and Charles was like, hey, you want to do Nick? I'm like, yeah, definitely. Uh, we want to nice. bring variety to our show as well, because we're we're stuck in the music, but hey, music's a uh, common ground. You could always reach out to other places. 100%. And that, that lets, leads me to my first question for you. Since sure. we're primarily a music podcast, but I do like bringing folks together, as mentioned, what, uh, what bands do you like, or what kind of music are you into? And we'll also talk, I guess you play a little bit, too, so we'll talk about that as well sure yeah i started listening to like punk rock music like a lot of street punk from like new york city and california i started going getting into that scene a, a while i do also like metal i, I like king diamond Ooh, like yes. all the goth kind of black metal and all that stuff i like that uh but one thing you know i was playing in a lot of punk rock hardcore bands but i got really sick and tired as much as I like the music of playing the same power chords over and over. So I wanted to expand my horizon with the music. So I actually started learning classical guitar and I, I actually picked up flamenco guitar. Oh, wow. And it was very difficult to learn, man. I'll tell you this, man. It's taken me probably five years oh, to wow. write my first piece. It was very difficult.
always some type of mystical uh, aspect to the those two styles of music. There, there just is, and you know what? Music is magic. Music is it a magical is. experience. It is. You know, yeah. I'm a magical pr- practitioner myself, and I can honestly say that music alters uh, your consciousness. It hires it. And it's a magical experience. It truly does. It's one of those things I think that keeps me going as a human being is music. I, I really feel like every time I'm having a bad day, I can rewire those brains to be like, you're good. You're good, man. Just just chill. You know, listen to some some songs. I actually have just listened to Hot Rats by Frank Zappa this morning. I always I try to it. tend to put a record on before my day starts. It's kind of a my daily routine ritual type thing. to get into uh when did you find out that you were clairvoyant i wanted to get into this i wanted to learn a little bit so uh, when did that come about and how did you manage to keep it going all these years so i, I grew up in norwalk most of my life and uh you know we had this house in broad river norwalk mm-hmm. and i remember when i was like two or three years old now keep in mind when you're two or three years old you don't remember stuff but i remember this and there was about three or four white silhouette uh, glowing beings that stood over my bed every night. Oh, wow. And, you know, keep in mind, you don't rem- most of us lose our memories at mm-hmm. that young time. And we moved to another place in Norwalk and all hell just started breaking loose in the house. Like wow. objects would get thrown across the room. Like I, there's this one, t- I'll, I'll never forget how terrified I was. And I would see hundreds, if not thousands of, like, I'd like to say that they were demons climbing Mm. out of the mirror. Jeez. And it was scary, yeah. And you know what? You ever, like, get anxiety where you feel, like, a pressure in your chest? Oh, yeah, all the time. It's like Like somebody sitting. on you? Yeah. This went on from the time I was, this feeling in my chest went on from the time I was 14 uh, to, you know, the time I was in my 20s. And this, you know, I always say this, this sounds pretty silly, but... You know, from the time I was like 12 to 22, I slept with the covers over my head. I was completely terrified. I don't blame you. I mean, if I saw eventually, that. <laughs> you know, eventually I stopped getting scared of it because it was going on so much. It was, you know, basically part of my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I decided to study and find out what these things are. You know, I decided to actually study this stuff. So, you know, I also when I was probably around 12 or 13, I got into, you know, some very dark magic, which Mm. didn't help the situation at all. But I figured fight fire with fire. Yeah. And it usually is like, it's usually the opposite. Yeah. I'm a magician myself. (laughs) I I do magic. Oh, wow. But there is a part of my life where I did study a lot of dark stuff. Mm. And that's part of like my book coming from, yeah, it's coming out for going from dark to light. Very cool, and it's a nice way to reform yourself as well. I can't wait to see this. We'll yeah, talk about that in a, a nutshell, but man, I'll yeah. tell you this. The stuff that used to go on, usually after 9 o'clock, too, was just 
insane. They always say, like, anything and, after nine, don't trust your brain, don't trust anything. But it seems that's yes. when spirits are out to play. They, they really are. I've always been curious. I've heard of terms like Fate Weaver and, and stuff like that. And I've always been very curious because I'm very empathic. Like, that's just who I am. And I'm yeah. very in tune. I kind of am sensing that yeah. in your voice. I could sense it. Yeah, I, I've been struggling with trying to be empathic right now because it's such a world where I'm absorbing everything, and it's like some days I just got to shut the door, lock it away, and no, just I know, not it's like talk to anybody. New York City, exactly. Yeah, and just act towards the end of the day when you're on the train, you're just wiped out because of all yeah. the energy over there. And it's exciting. It's it's exciting to be part of that and in tune with it, but it's also scary and dangerous at times, feeling wise. Yeah. And you I want to help people with exactly. that and stuff like that, which is a very nice thing. And you yeah. can feel other people's, often other people's feelings and emotions and sadness. Exactly. It's a painful gift, but it's a good gift. But I And I've, I've come to terms with it that it's it's something that I, I know, because like when I had an ex-relationship, uh, one of my, uh, we don't talk much about this on the show, but it's just, a, it's just part of the fun. It's part of life, you know? And, uh, you know, I had a relationship, and she would feel great after fighting with me. Like, we would talk, and then she'd feel like, oh, I feel so much better. Thanks for letting me talk. I'm sitting there going... I have to not talk to you for about a day because I'm I'm dead. Like my my whole I absorbed everything from her, you know. But it's it's something yes. that I was glad I was able to do that. If it made her feel good, great. But then I realized, yes. am I making myself feel good? But sometimes some of us are on this earth to just be that that absorbance for exactly, it's, man. It's when I learned to not fight it. I have gotten a lot happier because I've struggled with dark thoughts and I've struggled with like, is there anything more to this? Is there anything more than just what I am? And it's what, you know, we're all given gifts, which I think is amazing. And And it definitely was intrigued. What I often say Mm -hmm. is like people like us who are empaths or clairvoyant. Yeah. We see life on a more and feel life on a more detailed, amplified scale uh, than most people. So, Mm -hmm. you know, people who are clairvoyant, our sight is in height and our hearing is in height. Yeah. And because of that, we could experience supernatural activity that most people can't see or interact with. And people who are empathic, their, you know, our emotions are, you know, Mm -hmm. amplified. So you, you, you're basically, you know, you absorb people's emotions and, you know, it's just a wonderful thing as painful as it is because, you know, it makes you want to, you know, help other people out. And I think in this time in the world, you know, empaths are very important. And I think that's why we're struggling so much because I feel like it's it's the time is now. I feel like the time for empathics Absolutely. and it's right. This is the period that we've all prepared for. We're all like, yeah, yes. I have the abilities. I have this. I think right now it's really showing uh, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I've am I'm had these experiences. I'm not sure if you have had anything like this where people come up to me. They just want to divulge and tell me everything. And they don't know why. They're always like, I don't know why. I don't know why I feel like I could talk to you. And I'm just like, I don't either. <laughs> I'm like, it's it's a nice feeling, though. You know, it's a nice yeah, feeling. Yeah, when I people... saw you at the Beatles yeah. uh, mm-hmm. festival That's that right. Charles uh, ran. Yeah. I, when I was talking to you, I kind of knew. I was like, something's different about this dude, even uh, though we had a like a short conversation. Yeah, it was like right something. after, I think, Badfinger, our, our tribute band to Badfinger, Badfinger Boogie, just yes. got off stage. Very good. You know, we had uh, Ned good. Lamont there. Uh, thank you very much. Um, we're we're going to keep going. We, we had a little bit of a shock to how exciting it was. It was like, instead of it being like, this is the drive, it was actually almost a destroyer because we were all scared how, how big we actually gotten so quickly. Nice, man. And we got that right and up you know, in the Charles, paper. Charles Rosen, my partner, mm-hmm. my brother, um, my best friend, puts on uh, amazing... Really, uh, festivals, really and you know, me and him started uh, doing paranormal conventions, and it was a huge success. That's awesome.
And I wanted to get into talking about the Paranormal Con as well, uh, since sure. you mentioned it. Um, what brought that in the beginning? Like, what was the? How many have you guys had so far? And what kind of brought you guys to make that happen and have those come well, about? It was, it was actually a very eccentric experience. Like, I, cool. you know, Charles, as you know, uh, had um, Connecticut's biggest indoor uh, haunted house. That's right haunted attraction called Frey Haven and you know one one night I bring my son there I didn't even know who Charles was I didn't <laughs> even know he was the owner uh he just took my ticket and I said to him I was like you know there's something different about this place and he was like what do you mean I was like well you know I think that the, you're there's spirits here and this place is actually haunted <laughs> so he probably I think he thought I was being sarcastic and he was like yeah, of course it's haunted you know this is yeah a haunted yeah attraction. I was like no you don't I don't think you're getting what I'm saying <laughs> you know, there's spirit activity. I'm seeing spirits, you know, zoom all over the place like anomalies. Yeah. And, you know, it was a little short conversation. And uh, he gave me his card and I followed up immediately. Uh, we met. And, so you know, I felt like there was the, the reason for the haunting. I, and I felt it walking the property, especially behind wow. the building for some odd reason that there was some type of burial there. Wow. And I felt like it was possible that it had something to do with the cemetery that was close by but they did research and actually it was a native american indian burial Ooh. so you know i was right about that and i was wow. wrong about it being the cemetery so there's a whole bunch of stuff and you know the interesting thing is you know we did a lot of promoting at freight haven like uh we would hand out like flyers at the end mm -hmm. and me and my my former partner and ghost storm investigations peter we just be taking pictures with our iphone and android and oh, wow. like all sorts of apparitions would come out and uh we did uh an event upstairs in Frey haven called ghost lab which worked out perfectly it was used to be an old dance studio and it you know all the the walls were mirrored really and you know i one of my things is scrying and scrying is basically opening a portal inside a mirror okay and uh you know i had 50 people doing it in the mirror and people were seeing their dead relatives come out people were having all sorts of mystical experiences it was wow. like life-changing for them and uh it was the first time i did it with 50 people and it was just amazing that's got to be a, 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 a yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that's like otherworldly in a sense, and it is. It oh, is yeah. actually. There's the best way to describe it, but that's got to be a feeling of like I did this. This is yeah, something different. It it's not the use, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I wanted to look up something. Have you ever uh, been? I just wanted to make sure I got the name right. That's why I'm typing here. You hear the typing sure. in our podcast. Um, is it the Fearfield Hills? Right? Is the one in? Uh, oh New gosh. Have you oh, been God, there? Yeah. I know that's the one that's. I saw a couple of like uh, videos. Uh, I watched this thing on True VTV once in a while. They do the paranormal uh, investigation stuff, and I was watching that one. And they had two guys going in. And all I could think about is like, I wonder if Nick has done this. Have you ever been up there or able to be in there? Oh, God, to... Yeah. So oh, what? What gosh, is that the place like? Is loaded with that. I was gonna say. <laughs> loaded. I was gonna huge, say. Too. The yeah. campus is huge. Got a whole bunch of buildings. Now, you're not supposed to go in the buildings. Yeah. Any 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 listeners here, you go at your own risk. You're not supposed to go. Gotcha. But um, I did go. I mean, one of my most memorial uh, ones at the Fairfield Hills Hospital was uh one sunday i was bored i was trying to get my friends to come with me everybody was busy so i was like you know what i've been doing paranormal for so long you know i think i could handle going in by wow. myself so i went in 
I went downstairs, I found the tunnel system, mm-hmm. and I'm walking probably like about halfway through, maybe a half a mile, I want to say, uh, in the tunnel. It seemed that way. And, you know, I'm seeing all these spirits appear in these white gowns. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe th- I'm biting off a little more than I could chew. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had enough. And I walked out of the tunnel. I walked upstairs. All of a sudden, all the windows were were pounding and all the doors in the whole building were slamming. And I just jetted upstairs and jumped through the window. Basically, it startled me really badly. Wow. And uh, you know what? There's another thing about that place is mm-hmm. people did so much occult activity goes on there. There's so much. I was going to say there like, must be <laughs> dark, dark cults that go yeah. in there. Yeah. And I've never seen anything more. You know, I've been in many insane asylums for exploring mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. And I've never seen so much occult activity. Fairfield Hills is nuts. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, there was a blood sacrifice. Wow. Uh, we saw a blood sacrifice with two. Uh, pigeons with the head chopped off. Jeez. I'm surprised that they still have like soccer games there during the day. Like every time I like, because yeah. I've driven by there. When you drive by there, you know, people that are like in tune and stuff, I feel well, it. I'll tell you I this. feel I'm something. I'll give you a little hint. <laughs> you know, I'll give you a little mm-hmm. hint. It's possible Charles and myself in the near future may do something there. Wow. I can't say more. Yeah, I got you, got you. I'm just going to give a little teaser. Ooh. I don't know if it's going to go down, <laughs> but we'll. We're kind of working something out. That'd be very interesting. We'll have to watch that. We'll, we'll share it if it's months, so. you know big thing. We'll we'll share it on our page if it does happen. Yeah. Uh, if not, oh, that's a cool hint though. That's awesome. No, I love that kind of stuff. Just uh, you know, I'm one of those that's it's more from a distance love of it. But you know, you get used to it, and then you start to like it even more and more and more. Uh, I'm more of an old school horror fan, like you know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, you know, oh, stuff man, like that. I love that. I can't do the. Uh, I'm loaded with tattoos, horror tattoos. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> But I wanted to ask, uh, any particular ghost stories? Any, any. I know you have a YouTube channel where you post uh, your haunts as well, correct? Oh, yeah. Uh, anyone well, in particular know, that, like, stuck out of, like, I cannot forget this? Like, you're definitely well, welcome to share. You know, Charles, <laughs> myself, and mm-hmm. my team, Ghost Storm, did the Ansonia Library. Uh, the Ansonia Opera House, excuse oh, me. Oh, wow. We did do the library there, too. But the Ansonia Opera House was huge, this big place. Mm-hmm. And, you know... It was not known to be haunted, but we got access, you know, by the city there. Wow. To check to see if it was. And I remember waiting for everybody outside on the road, and I was seeing actually spirits looking at me through the glass. And, uh, you know, we went in and we filmed there. I, I, I'm filming a documentary right wow. now called Expedition Hell. Ooh. <laughs> and, yeah. And, you know, we got amazing stuff in there. It was, you know, amazing. Actually, Charles took this. He, he, he has a knack for getting photos of paranormal activity. And he, he took a photo of like this Nosferatu looking uh, spirit. It was very wild. Uh, along with wow. that is we were getting apparitions on camera. One of the things about, you know, my film and my team is most of us are psychic and we get 
things most people don't usually mm-hmm. like you don't see it on tv what we get and it's because we're all psychic and you know we're like a generator walking into pretty yeah. paranormal places and they start coming out and doing all sorts of stuff because they so know they the, can communicate with Opera you Opera House was yeah. cool, definitely a good one that's very cool and it's cool that it's one that you didn't expect to be haunted which makes it even a million yeah, times I didn't better expect it we yeah because that's to go in and you know we got access and it was great I see it as a relation to kind of like being on stage and it's the shows that you didn't expect to sell well and the shows that you didn't expect to perform well always seem to be speaking the ones of, that Speaking do. of spirits looking mm-hmm. through the window, you know, Charles and, and I went to uh, Amityville recently Ooh. and we went to go visit the house and uh, we have to actually have a cool picture uh, we put on Facebook and, um, you know, as I'm walking across the street towards the house, I see two children in the top two windows looking out and i knew there were spirits (laughs) and you know it was just amazing you know that house is cool you know what could i say i don't know what to say about it it's just something so unique yeah there for about five minutes but it was awesome well, it's a mo- yeah. you know, moments like that. It's in the present. You're here. Exactly. And it's always cool because we're told to stay in the present. But when you start to actually really get into the present, things happen all around you that you can't explain. And you're not meant to. They're meant to happen. So no. in your life, you have a gift to see that you're here for a reason. And I love that. I've always well, had. You see so. the past, the present, and the future yeah. are three different realms. But what happens is when the intersection where they meet together, mm-hmm. where the past and the future meet and they collide together and that creates the present and it's like a you know a flow uh going down you know there there are three different realms but when they come together that's reality right there that's the present yeah and that's i have achieved that i have achieved that with meditation like this morning actually it was kind of fun that we're calling on this day after you probably heard like unique things like oh when i call this person they tell me this but uh this morning i meditated and I, i do it every day um but i've actually achieved the deeper meditation part where you actually start to see a face and I was just oh, like, yeah. I got spooked. I was like, what is this? And, it, and then I, I asked the question, you know, I, I, I asked myself, like, who is that? And it came back with a name, uh, which was like Josie or something. And I'm just like, yeah. what is happening? But it's so cool because I've been struggling with trying to find love. And maybe that's it. Maybe that. But it's not. And then I, and I kept asking a date because that's just what I do. It's a way that you're finally going to come. You know, you're communicating. When people believe in different things, I think it's all the same thing, just different names. And for yeah. me, it's meditation and, and doing that. You just got to be patient. That will come yeah. to you. Yeah, I'm excited because I was like, I saw patience. that. Sometimes it takes a few years. Yeah. Uh, but it'll come to you. Uh, one of the things I'm doing, speaking mm-hmm. of meditation, is Kabbalah. Okay. Uh, the middle pillar ritual, which is really okay, to check that out. awesome. Yeah, because I do uh, I do transcendental. I, I because of the Beatles. That's all there that came from. But nice. I got really into it. and I understand why George Harrison loved it so much, and I can also understand Harrison, why John Harrison Lennon died. didn't like it so much. <laughs> yeah, but I love yes, Harrison. Yes, some of his music's very healing. Actually, yeah, yeah, with the sitar and uh, everything, like all the give Wonder me peace, Wall. give me love, oh, peace on earth. Oh. Very healing song.
I wanted to ask two more questions and then we'll wrap up and I'll have you have the floor sure. um, as well to talk about what you want to talk about. I wanted to ask about your book though. Uh, tell me, tell me as much as you can about that, uh, that you would like to share. You're sure. more than welcome to. Well, you know, it's not ready yet and mm-hmm. I got to get it edited uh, and a whole bunch of other uh, things, but it's called a cult outlaw and it's basically a story of my life, like a memoir. Cool. And it's from me going from dark magic to light. And, you know, I got into some situations, let's say, and I beat them uh, with magic. Mm -hmm. You know, I got in quite a bit of trouble at one point in my life, and I beat them with magic. Uh, But when when the closer you get towards the end, it's the light comes out in the story. And it talks about, you know, I'm a healer. I know how to heal people. Um, I healed a man of arthritis at one of the, wow. the paranormal classes that we did at Stephanie Cemetery. But, um, you know, it's all like my story going from dark to light and my experience in the paranormal. Also, I there's another book attached to it called The Book of Clear Knowledge. Oh, okay. And speaking of meditation, mm-hmm. um, I used to meditate and look at the stargazing and look at the stars in the yeah. moon. All of a sudden, this ringing would come in my ears, and I'd run inside and start typing on the keyboard, and all this random occult knowledge about the universe just came out. That's a big philosophy book, so that's attached to it. Very cool. And it's going to be really cool. And, you know, it's taken me a while to write this book because it's very personal, but now I'm ready to take it a step further, so... Oh, that's awesome. You know, that's that's and that's being brave. That's Charles saying this is, is me. Gonna help edit it. Oh, awesome. You know, stuff he's very good well, at. You got words. a good person in your book for that. That's awesome to have him on Absolutely. your team, I should say. Yeah. Uh, I, so I'm excited about it. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're well, keep me posted. I definitely want to uh, be very interested. And uh, one thing I wanted to share too, mentioning the stars and everything, uh, I, I will share a story with you because I have uh, some of our viewers know uh, I'm working on an album called Spaceship Truth, and it's a very big album. We have big guest stars. We have uh, Derek Boston from the Meat Puppets guesting. We have you know all Meat these Puppets. bigger names. Oh. Yeah, uh, all these guys are coming in to just guest and have fun. Um, and uh, we, because I've I've used my radio connections and said, hey, we're doing this album. We'd like to just have you voice act. You don't have to play an instrument. Just just talk. And they're like, sure. And it's about. Uh, discovering, you know, that there's life more than just here, and I've always believed in that. Well, it's actually oh, yeah. kind of me and my ex were outside, and we're we're sitting in the just it was night. We love the stars. We're just hanging out. All of a sudden, I see a purple streak go across the sky, and it starts oh, wow. to like stop, and it keeps going, keeps going, and all of a sudden, I got a zoom in of it. I have video footage of it. And, but it's just me going, you know, the usual footage that everybody gets like, fuck, what is fucking this? You know, screaming because you don't know it's every, every, you want to mute it and just put music behind it, but then it doesn't look like it's real, you know? So it goes to the front and then starts spinning and it's like spinning with all different colors, blue, red, and all these different colors. And I thought, well, maybe it's a drone. It could be, you know, possible, but then I'm like, no, no, this is, and then they said that there was like space junk going on. So it could have been that, but I've never seen it again. But one, I always seem to look in that same spot, and I think it was a once time, once in a lifetime experience. You know, it's it's a you experience it, you know about it, and it's part well, of you your know, life. The government for the rest of now you. is starting to say that the UFOs yeah. are actually real, and they don't know what they what are. What are they distracting us from now? Because <laughs> it's like yeah, it's, they, they've been around forever. <laughs> there is, there is yeah. something intelligent uh, behind them, so it's interesting. They, they can't hide it any longer. But um, you know. 
I'm seeing UFOs left and right sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know cool. I was at my camera guy Hector's house, and mm-hmm. he's a big alien guy. I'm, yeah. I'm really not. I, I am fascinated by it. I I'll you. tell you this: if I wasn't doing paranormal, I'd be doing UFOs. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's, it's I just like don't have time for both. It's one or the other kind of thing. I and get he that. He yeah. is obsessed with UFOs <laughs> and aliens, and you know he was talking about uh, seeing the UFO in the backyard. So wow. you know we were I was done doing computer work at his house and we went outside and he started talking about the ufo and i said you mean like that thing in the sky right there and right there was a ufo and then it just disappeared i think they're meant to be there the more you're in tune with it the more they uh come out for you hello traveler from space do you have the time Sometimes 
its ways too many times Too many false gods, false idols, false ways, false things I don't wanna have to stay again I don't wanna have to breathe, my friend I'm dying, giving Thank you for coming on the show, Nick. I wanted to say anything else that we'd like to add uh, before we uh, hit the end of the record button here. Sure. We have Captain Grant's in, and uh, it's a paranormal class in Preston, Connecticut. It's going to be huge. Sweet. With Sean Austin, the star of 28 Days Haunted. Very cool. And we're renting it out for a bunch of days. People have the option of uh, sleeping over. It's going to be great. And it's uh, February 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th. Oh, cool. It's definitely going to be a three-hour event, but people do, VIPs get the option of sleeping over the places. You know, when Charles, <laughs> uh, myself, and Sean uh, went into Captain Grant's Inn, I want to say like three weeks to a month ago, uh, it you know, I always knew the place was haunted, mm-hmm. but I had no idea it was as strong as it was until I walked in there. <laughs> um, Sean is talking to uh, this lady that runs the place, and I'm just looking in the hallway, and I see a woman in a white dress float by. Float by. So, Ooh. you know, the three of us went upstairs. Uh, we were getting all sorts of spirit <laughs> communication. 
all of a sudden Charles takes a, a picture and there's a woman in a dress holding a candle. And we're just like, you know, we got to do something at this place. It, it's wow. just such a cool place. It also has like an ancient burial in the backyard. So, you know, it's going to be a, a filled paranormal night. It's going to be a great experience. Uh, highly suggest uh, coming there. And if you want any info or reservation, get get your reservation while you can, because we do fill up fast. You email ctparacon.com. Uh, ctparacon at gmail.com that's ctparacon as Connecticut c-o-n-n at gmail.com make your reservation because it's going to fill up fast yeah guys can check that out Charles and Nick are great friends of mine and uh, really really highly recommend and uh, keep it going guys Uh, Nick keep me posted on your book I'd be very interested and uh, keep, keep it going man Don't forget where you are Don't change that dial